0: This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, the greatest podcast in the history. It is so great that we just want you, dear listener, to listen to... 30 seconds of the podcast today. Just 30 seconds. Just listen to 30 seconds of any episode. Just listen to any episode for any amount of time at all. We'll take anything. Not a whole episode, not everything, not all the episodes, just a little bit. Just listen to one little episode. I know that most people refuse to listen to any episode at all, so it seems we're at a total standstill, however. We are not at a total standstill with having the world's greatest podcast co-host in the history of co-hosting. It's Mr. Everett Farnell. Just like I said to my first girlfriend,
1: Steve, just a tip, baby. Oh, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> just a little bit. 30 seconds. Just uh, Tune in for 30 seconds. Just get the camel's nose into the tent, and you will be hooked forever. Guaranteed. You give us 30 seconds and we will blow up your business. Well, now you've, uh, you've spilled phrase, the beans on why we
0: are asking people to listen to merely 30 seconds because, mm-hmm. yes, once they listen to 30 seconds... They've made that small commitment. They've said yes. They start listening. Now it's easy to ask them, well, can you just listen to another 30 seconds? And then, you know, you've invested a minute now. You might as well wait till the end of that point that Everett's making. It's a great point. Just listen for another 30 seconds. And then, hey, you want to hear the next thing? And by the way, why don't you listen to one more episode? And before you know it, they've listened to all 145 or so episodes we've done over almost three years of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. It is a brilliant strategy. Gee, I wonder where we get that from. And it's good for them, too, by the way,
1: Steve. So let's not forget that. Listening. To well,
0: yeah, so it's good for five. everybody. So, dear listener, That's of course, good. what we're talking about is this whole ridiculous nonsense. Shut the government down. Build the wall. Don't build the wall. I won't give you a dime. I'll give, I need $5 billion, $20 billion, $1 billion, any billion. No, you get zero, back and forth, back and forth. I come to the table, I walk away from the table, you walk away from the table, I give you candy, you walk away from the table. Whatever it is, the whole thing is <laughs> great theater being played out. And even the cursory Donald Trump observer understands, whether they get it from the art of the deal or anywhere else, when you're negotiating, you need to be willing to walk away from the table. That's all the walk away stuff. We... We don't want to cover that here because we know, dear listener, you're advanced beyond that. What we're talking about here is a term, uh, I've heard it called different things, but we'll call it uh, small commitments, or maybe there's another term for it to use in copywriting. I've always referred to it in
1: sales as getting yes momentum.
0: Yes momentum,
1: small commitments, whatever you want to call it.
0: Donald Trump knows and people that pay attention to this know, that the reason he's only asking for five billion or two point five billion or one point eight billion, whatever it is to get started building the walls, because that's just the start of a torrent of money that's going to be poured out from the government for this wall. I mean it's so, oh, we just need it in this one little area. And then, of course, in that one little area, it funnels all the illegal activity, goes 100 miles away and starts flooding over that unwalled area. Oh, well, now we need to cover that area. And then you understand we have to do maintenance on the wall. Oh, and then we have to add all those bells and whistles that you all claimed you wanted with all the drones and the extra people on border and the electronic surveillance. And we need all that. And before you know it, I mean, of course, it's hundreds of billions of dollars is going to be poured into this Donald Trump wall. And he's loving every second of the thought of it.
1: Absolutely. And that's, well, I mean, you know he wants the wall, but he understands that trying to make a $100 billion a year sale or $100 billion sale plus $20 billion a year, however the numbers break out, he understands trying to make that sale is damn near impossible. And that if the public, by the way, if the public actually heard those numbers, they would probably shiver three times and say no. He would lose his primary campaign strategy, which is, of course, build the wall, build the wall, build the wall. We all remember that from, Okay, so if everybody really understood how much money is going to go into the wall, then they'd start thinking twice. But everybody's happy, $5 billion, I mean, it sounds like a lot of money, but we hear people throwing around trillion and hundreds of billions so regularly that, that people become numb to it. So $5 billion seems very reasonable, a very small amount. I mean, why aren't we, it's after all, it's 0.01% of the budget and it, uh, you know, we got to protect the country from all these massive illegal immigrants loving across the border and, and picking strawberries and stuff. So, got to be protected. So let's go ahead and spend the $5 billion. but as you say, and that's only the camel's nose getting into the tent, there's a whole camel coming behind that nose, but he's got to get yes momentum, he's got to get yes momentum with the Congress, he's got to get yes momentum with the public, he's got to get yes momentum with Republicans and Democrats, but once he gets that yes momentum going, then people stop looking at each individual price, nobody's going to count everything up they just look at it and say, okay, well... It, it, well, it, it, I'm,
0: I'm going to beg the a difference break? there, because you can be sure that people are going to count everything up. They count everything he says, every, kind of, every time he 12. plays golf, every time he goes on a trip, every hamburger he eats, every tweet he makes, they count everything Donald Trump does. But here, here's my point. Donald Trump is using one of the oldest tried and true methods of sales, which is to chunk it down, minimize, never mention even the total amount. That's how cars are sold, that's how homes are sold, lots of big purchases are made that way. I mean, nobody is going to, they're just not going to sell cars. I mean, 1,000th one, one or 10,000th of the number of cars would be sold if you walked into a car dealer and they said, yeah, that Toyota's 20 grand, will that be cash or check? They don't even want to tell you the total price. They just say, look, that Toyota Camry is only $227 a month. Come on exact, now. And people exactly don't even think. think when they sign, they don't even look at like, holy crap, $36,800. What are you talking about? They don't even look. When you buy a house, dear listener, anyone out there has bought a house, what you really bought was the mortgage. And if you looked, you saw that the mortgage pretty much triples the price of the house over 30 years. So if you bought a $300,000 home, you're actually signing a piece of paper that says, my total payments will be $870. $78,000. And people don't think twice. They just think, oh, well, you know, it's $1,740 a month, I can afford that. So that's one thing that Trump is doing by minimizing the number to start with. He's using the old tried and true. We deflect away from the total cost and just get the thing going. What we're talking about is, again, a little more advanced thing, what Everett is talking about this small commitments, this momentum of, yes, And the way this works in selling situations, I likely don't have to tell any of our listeners, they're all business owners, they know, you get people to say yes to little things and you get that momentum, so it's not even anything to do with the price. You just say, wow, great weather we're having, isn't it? And they say yes. And you say, oh, I see that picture on the wall of the golf course, so you like playing golf. Yes! Oh, you've lived in this area. This area's been, you know, blah, blah. Yes. So they say yes to a few meaningless little things, but what's coming out of their mouth is yes, 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 yes. When you start asking about important things like, do you want to buy every single thing I have for sale? You want the answer to be yes. And it's funny
1: that you say that, Steve, because that's one application that's exceedingly powerful. Another application I was thinking of was an actual sales process that we would go through in the animal business. When we would close up a house from having an animal, we'd, we'd the animal would be in the attic, and we'd have to go in there and trap the animal and then close up the house so that no, no more animals could get in. Sometimes that costs fifteen hundred or two thousand dollars. Well, people freak out when they hear that because they're thinking the animal trap at Home Depot costs fifty dollars for a raccoon trap or a dollar. 95 each for rat traps how could it be so much money well the way that we found to overcome that is that we would break everything out so that we would show them okay well you have x number of j vents and those are 15 dollars each for a total of bucks and you have x number of foot of ridge venting for a total of x amount each for a total of but and as we would go through that seem okay? That seem okay? Do you understand that? Do you get that? But, 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 and, and they would say yes, all these small little numbers. But then when you added up all the small little numbers, it came out to $1,500. But there was nowhere they could go. They couldn't say, oh my God, that's because they said yes to every item. They said yes to every component individually. So when we added it all up and it's $1,200, $1,500, $2,000, they just kind of looked and say. Okay, I guess it's got to be done. And it's an absolutely, it's an incredibly powerful way to get people to move forward. It's the same thing you just talked about, only applied instead of to a full sales sequence. So you're talking about building rapport and everything. And I'm talking about just the closing sequence. So there's the micro and the macro. You can apply this to each individual aspect. Of the sales process and to the sales process from start to finish overall as a macro but however you apply it you should apply it every which way it's incredibly powerful because people have a innate need an inborn need to be consistent if they said yes to all the component parts to something then they find it very difficult to say no to the package to the overall item if somebody is used to saying yes to you they said yes to you 20 30 40 50 times about things that are completely unrelated first like as you said Steve you start off oh you like to golf yeah oh wow I said blah 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 and then you get down into the more important questions where you're asking them questions that are moving them towards the close still not obvious questions. You're not asking for the close yet, but they've already said yes to you on all these unimportant questions. So now the other questions, which are pertinent to the reason that you're there, but don't seem like, are you willing to sign here and write me a check? They have a tendency to say yes to those questions. And then as you get closer to the close, you keep getting them to say yes until finally they sign on the dotted line, which is what we all
0: want them to do. Well, you see Trump attempting that, not working with Pelosi, who is an extremely strong, sharp cookie, as you can see, because he's got them, even the anti-Trumpers and the anti-wall people have, as you just said, they've agreed to, well, we do need border security. We just don't believe in the wall, but we need drones, and we need more people, and we need more detention centers, and we need more... I don't know what they say but they say yes to a lot of things and Trump's just got to be sitting there every day waking up going like how do I get him to say yes to the one last thing I know I'll change it from a 30 foot wall to uh concrete slats because they okayed that they like they keep saying not a wall but a fence okay let's call it a fence he keeps tr- he's just trying to get that last agreement because they're agreeing with everything else now that right. of course what doesn't relate to a selling situation hopefully dear listener if it is you do like Trump recently did on one of these things you just walk out and it's just going to be a no sale but in this case Trump's got all these people that are claiming they want all this stuff and then being very disingenuous and keep changing. you know when he says okay then forget the wall we want a fence and they just said they wanted the fence a week ago now suddenly they don't want the fence so this is not like a normal selling situation where you have only one lead and only one potential customer as trump does here he's got only one way that he can get this money it's from the house and the house is controlled by the entire anti-trumper resistance party as opposed to only part of the Republican Party in the last Congress was opposing him, of course on the wall Chief was the head of the Republican Congress, Paul Ryan was against the wall but anyway, so it doesn't totally match up with business, but the concept is there, this momentum of yes, you want people to get people to say yes throughout the entire time you're with them, but certainly as Everett is pointing out, through the close, and you're seeing Trump do that and as you're listening to this recording the shutdown might over be over, this whole thing might be done and moved on, you might be listening in the future to the archives we don't know how it's all gonna play out but you can see what Trump is doing here when he says I just want to get started with a few miles of just some fencing, not a big wall, not the whole see to sign, see blah, blah, blah. Don't believe for a second he doesn't want all of that. He's just starting out by looking to get a basic yes agreement to any bit of funding he can get. And then he knows, and everyone else knows, he's off to the races with continually asking for more, more for maintenance, more for upkeep, more to make it a little higher, more to add some bells and whistles, More, 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 and then just like every other government behemoth, ridiculous thing that happens, the money continues to get sucked out of taxpayers' pockets forever, even though they started by saying it was only a little bit. Outside of the wall world, we see this in sports with stadiums a lot of times. They'll say, this stadium, we need the money from the city or the team extorts the city and says we're going to leave and all the fans start crying and go crazy unless (laughs) we get 40 million to build the new arena and then of course it goes over budget, and it becomes a $60 million and $80 million, $100 arena. So you see this in other areas than just the wall, and hopefully you also see this in your business when you're putting together your sales and your marketing system. Speaking of which, as always, Everett, do we not have an unbelievably advanced tip of the week this week?
1: It will blow the sock off the listeners. But fair warning, don't get the advanced tip unless and until you're ready to double or triple your sales because if you apply this tip, it's going to make dramatic and rapid differences in your sales. And some businesses, if they doubled their sales, they'd be in trouble. So they need to get a little more infrastructure in place first. So I'm yes, unfortunately, I
0: can, I can agree and admit to that. I have helped accelerate the demise of a whole bunch of businesses over the years. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) because I was helping them with their marketing. That's what they called me in for. And then later I found out that they were losing money and they didn't realize that more sales is not going to turn around losing money. First, they got to fix the way they're running their business because more sales was losing more money and suddenly they were out of business. But hopefully that will not happen to you, dear listener, especially, yes, this advanced tip is a quick and easy one to implement, which will get immediate results. So go to Lessons Learned from DonaldTrump.com and get that advanced tip and then get back here next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast.
1: You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to Lessons Learned from Trump.com and join us next time Unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.